0: All right, everyone, welcome back again. We're on to podcast number 18. We're on the last little segment of football videos we were talking about from podcast number 16. This one we're going to talk about off-season predictions, and we're going to start off, though, with the Aaron Rodgers drama and toss our prediction on that as well. But like always, we're going to start off with showing you guys our sponsor, Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. You guys already know this. We got the phone number right here. We got the link up top, anthonysewers.com. Book appointment right down here. Like I said, you can pick between the six options that are offered. If not, if you don't want to call or make an appointment, you can log in, make your own account, and you can go right over here and pick between engagement, wedding, or jewelry and go through. They also appear, like I forgot to mention this first couple of videos, they have a Facebook page, Twitter. Pinterest as well, and I also have an Instagram page that I've shared through the Leroy Sports Talk as well, so go follow them there and show love to them. But we're going to stop this share, and we're just going to talk here. We're not going to show any links. This is basically straight-up predictions, and we're going to go back to this video come February to see if we're right on any of this stuff, but there's a good chance we're not. But that's okay. But we're going to dive right into the Packers drama. And I'm going to ask Kyle this first, because Kyle is a big Aaron Rodgers guy. Don't think I've ever heard him say that. Let's we'll just pretend he is. Um, What do you think is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? Now, you can say anything you want. You could say he's going to be a Wendy's chef. He could be the pa- Packers quarterback still. I just want to know your straight-up opinion on what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers this offseason.
1: To be honest, as I saw with the James Harden situation in Houston, I'm aware this is basketball, but with James Harden, this man did anything that he could to get off of the team. Mm -hmm. Missed practice, missed games, gained like 30 pounds, was a complete beefy man. I truly think that's that's what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers because right now, the Packers are refusing to let him go, and not allowing your star player to leave willingly simply cuz w- he wants to benefit him but also benefit the team also mm-hmm. you're not you're only damaging yourself yeah. i would probably say tr- just trade aaron rodgers or release him do whatever you need to do to get him off the team because right now he's the he's the main voice in the locker room people everyone will listen to him he's a motivator he's intelligent he has leadership if he if you know the if he if the leadership is not listening to him like the executives, the other players are gonna know this and yeah. they're gonna back Aaron. And you know, Aaron has always been like a players guy guy's always had people's backs and stuff. He he's a good guy. So
0: he did mess up a relationship with Olivia Munn, though. So he is 0 for one in that category, let's just be realistic. Also when you're talking about the James Harden situation, you forgot about the lemon pepper wings, okay? Got to mention the leopard, lemon pepper wings and the Atlanta strip clubs. That's it. We'll talk about that, though. In another video, if you want to talk about James Harden's situation, we're going to go into that as well. But yeah, I think my my take is he's going to be one or two things. He's going to either maintain the Packers quarterback because it's not going to be a... I don't think it's going to be a Brett Favre situation where it's like you have your... like. The thing was with Brett Favre's situation was he's a free agent at that time. In 2008, he was a free agent, and they had the next guy in line. Aaron Rodgers is still under contract with the Packers. Jordan Love is technically next in line for them because, I mean, they spent a first-round pick on him, so it would be a real waste if they just don't use him at some point. But Aaron Rodgers is still under contract, I think, for another two years. He just wants a contract extension, and he wants the Packers GM to show love to him offensively. Yes, he has Devontae Adams. Yes, he has um running back Aaron Jones. I completely understand. But it's just these picks the past couple of years. He hasn't gone out and given him a number two receiver in a while. He wants more say and on who they're drafting, free agent signings, trades, anything like that. So that's just me. They did draft Amari Rodgers this year. I think that's a nice pickup, but is that enough to keep Aaron Rodgers at bay with Green Bay? probably not. But I think he's either going to be the Packers quarterback or I think he's going to be the full host of jeopardy. I don't truly see him on another quarter, on another team. It's very hard to envision Aaron Rodgers on another team other than the Packers. But I will say to predict that side as well. If it is going to be another team, it is going to be the Raiders or Broncos. And if you're smart, I think you would rather go to Denver. Because a better receiving core, if he's complaining about this receiving core over here, or whatever, in Green Bay, I mean, if he goes to Denver, he's going to get Judy, Sutton, Noah Fant. So, it's a nice little core. I'd want to go to Denver. But that's my prediction. I mean, I think he's still going to be in the Packers. That's just me, though. But he is a drama queen. Let's be real. But we're going to move on to – we're going to make our predictions on MVP – Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Super Bowl matchup, and who's the biggest surprise team or who we think is going to be the biggest surprise team who's going to be the biggest dog poop team, to put it in terms, a team that's supposed to be good but won't be. I'll let Kyle start off on his MVP take.
1: It's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting year next year now that we're going to have – full training camp and everything, but things are essentially going to go back to normal. So for my MVP, it's going to come down between two players. Well, I take that back. It's only going to come down to himself, depending on how well he plays, if he can keep himself healthy. And it's going to come down to Patrick Mahomes. He can do everything. He has the arm strength, mobility, and he has the leadership.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He he has all the key pieces. Kelsey Hill. What else can you ask for? On an you sure offense? you're not worried
0: about his turf toe?
1: I'm <laughs> I'm confident. <laughs> I think he'll do. I think he'll do fine. His offseason
0: that. turf toe. Um, I mean, my pick is gonna come as a surprise. I mean. It's going to come as a surprise by that name because I'm sure there's better candidates. But statistically, in a full season, this guy has the ability to put up the best stats as a quarterback in the NFL. I'm going with Justin Herbert. um, Mainly because they went out and drafted a receiver in the second round or third round as well. That's going to add finally into the receiving corps because Mike Williams stinks. But Keenan Allen, very good over there. I know they lost Hunter Henry, but Jared Cook is going to put up very similar stats to them then they if they can get a full year of a healthy Austin Eckler, that's what makes Justin Herbert MVP. Because if you get a good receiving back, you're going to be a very good statistical quarterback. That's just always what it was. You notice how Tom Brady was always good because he gets those extra stats from guys like James White in his career or Kevin Falk in his career. So a lot of these MVPs have receiving backs. Notice how Aaron Rodgers puts up massive stats. Because guys like Aaron Jones have the ability to go out and actually receive the ball from him. So it's not just all receivers and tight ends. I think the running back has been a big key piece. I think Austin Eckler is the main reason why Justin Herbert wins MVP next year. If I were to pick a more normal pick, I would have taken probably Deshaun Watson. Because Deshaun Watson's the same situation. But we're not going to talk about Deshaun Watson right now because he's kind of not a great person. So we'll just leave that at bay.
1: Oh, we're not even sure if he's going to be playing next year.
0: Exactly. I'm yeah. not a supporter of Deshaun Watson. I'm just saying statistically, he's another guy that could do it. <laughs> but we're not on the support system of Deshaun Watson. Let's get that clear. Um, We'll move on now to rookie of the year. My pick's very easy. Going with Trevor Lawrence. He's got the best offense around him right now as a rookie. Um. If I were to go out of the pocket and not pick a quarterback, because technically Justin Jefferson should have won last year's rookie, but he didn't. Herbert won. Um, I would go Jalen Waddle. Only because I would have gone Najee Harris, but Najee Harris and Pittsburgh don't fully mesh for me statistical wise. He'll still be good, but I don't think he'll be top notch. Um, but I think Jalen Waddle will be the number one because he's got the chemistry already with Tua because they played at Alabama together with Devontae Smith as well. But I think that's a nice chemistry piece. I think that's a guy who is so good as a player that he reminds me of a little bit like Tyreek Hill where you can just put up astounding numbers pretty easily just because of speed. Screw the route running, screw football IQ, just running fast puts him at bay of giving him 50 yard touchdowns, maybe twice or three times a year. So that'd be my wild card pick, but I'm going with Trevor Lawrence.
1: Who would you say? Same, same here. I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence, but for, I'd probably say finishing in second, second and third place, second place out of Kyle Pitts tight end um, for Atlanta. And then I would probably go wide receiver. I'd probably go, who would I choose for a wide receiver? Devonte Smith.
0: Hmm. I like Devontae yeah. Smith as well. Just I, but I just have be, more he uncertainty. Would like, he would
1: be like third in the voting.
0: Yeah. yeah. The only thing with Devontae Smith is like, I just have small. And I think Tua's gonna be good. And I think he showed he's gonna be good. I don't know why Dolphins fans or other fans think Tua's not gonna be good for some reason. Um, he got him
1: the two, he got him the ten and six last year.
0: Yeah. So my thing is Jalen Hurts is a little bit more of a question mark than Tua. I think he has a, the caliber of being a starting quarterback. I think he's going to be very good. It's just Jalen Hurts, like, offensively over there with the Eagles. We saw how messy they were last year in offense, so it's tough to trust a guy like that to come in. Same thing with Jalen Waddle. They were a little messy on offense with Dolphins. Um, but that offense – remember, though, the Dolphins' offense might be easier for Jalen Waddle because he gets to play next to Will Fuller and Devontae Parker. So – it's a nice little pick over there. Um, now I'm going to ask you, Kyle. We'll move on. Who is going to be your defensive player of the year this year?
1: Uh, it's going to be difficult, mostly because um, Chase Young. Uh, I think I'm going to say Chase Young because he's going to have a high. He's going to have a high level because he won rookie of the year last year, mm-hmm. and he was just such a menace on defense. Uh, others I'd probably say that he'd be competing with in that position. Probably say Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, you know, the usual names. Um, I wouldn't shock me if Aaron Donald went back to back. He's just a dominant guy. Like there's, there's truly nothing else you can really do when you, when you look at him, he's just a bulldozer.
0: Yeah. I mean, my, I'm stuck 50, 50 between two players, defensive player of the year. Because I think the Bears, if they go back to relevancy with Justin Fields, if they use him right away, I know their issues of panned a lot for quarterbacks right now. But I think if they roll Justin Fields, I think that makes the defense better. I think when your offense is good, your defense is better. Like we saw last year with the Patriots, their defense was talented, but it wasn't as good as years past because their offense is so sluggish. You're on the field more and stuff like that. So I think this year, if the Bears make the switch to Justin Fields right away, I think Khalil Mack wins MVP. Uh, Not MVP, defensive player of the year. Because Khalil Mack is always good regardless. But I think when he's given situational and you can put more and more effort into every play because you're on the field a little bit less, you're not as tired, I think it puts you in a great situation. But Uh, Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett's my other 50% because I think the Browns have the ability to be very good. And they did get JLK in the draft. Which gives him another good linebacker, which makes Miles Garrett's job way easier again. But I think Miles Garrett is a very underrated sleeper for Defensive Player of the Year because the Browns continuously get better and better every year.
1: Uh, I would say as my sleeper, if I really had a huge sleeper, Nick Bosa, big sleeper pick.
0: He's due. He's well. Both the Bosa brothers, I've had their issues, def- injuries wise. NFL is better when the Bosa brothers are healthy. So, I'll say that as well. Um, Now, we're going to move on to – actually, we were going to do our Super Bowl matchup next, but we're going to do this. We're going to do our biggest surprise team and biggest dog poop team first. So, I'll say mine quick. Biggest surprise team. This shouldn't come into any surprise. I'm picking my Patriots. They got a lot better. They had a good draft. They may not use Mac Jones right away, which is fine. But they had a good draft. They drafted their needs. They got another defensive end and a defensive tackle in the draft that both slipped. They were both first-round talents, early second-round talents. Got them in the second and third, so that's awesome. Um, I think that's going to be my biggest surprise team and my biggest team that's going to underwhelm this year. I'm going with Washington just because, I mean, technically they went 7-9 last year, I understand, but they did make the playoffs, so I'm basing it off of that. And The reason why I say that is, yes, they went out and got Curtis Samuel. Yes, they went out. They're going to have another year of Antonio Gibson. I completely understand. But I'm not a big Ryan Fitzpatrick believer. He's always been a guy who's done his thing in the regular season, but we've never really seen anything postseason-wise. And he's just one of those guys where he's a filler. And I don't know how much I trust the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick or Taylor Heineke is going to be the reason why – The Washington football team goes back to relevancy when the Eagles got better through the draft and and free agency. The Giants got better through free agency and drafts and the Cowboys. So it's going to be very tough, I think, for the Washington football team to be that playoff team they were last year. That whole division underwhelmed, but they were the playoff team. And then if I weren't to pick them, I think me and Kyle are in agreement on this one. I know he's going to have a different answer, but we both picked the Steelers as well. They're projected to be good, but Big Ben kind of falling apart. They still got Mike Tomlin, who's a very overrated coach. I don't care what stats you tell me. Not a big Mike Tomlin guy. And they've lost a lot of free agents as well. But Dupree left this offseason. Juju Smith-Schuster's only got one year left, so he might be gone. We'll see. But he did get Najee, so they might actually have a run game this year. So we'll see. But now I'll let Kyle go. Kyle, who's your surprise team this year?
1: Uh, surprise team. Well, I'm gonna say the Cardinals can the Cardinals can be one. Um Vikings can be one. Those are my two biggest ones. Simply because uh, NFC West is, is a toss-up. NFC is very is such a toss-up. At one point, like midway through the season, every single team in the NFC West winning record. Mm-hmm. No other no other division had that had that nowhere close. And then it started slowly falling apart down at the end of the season for the 49ers and then the Cardinals did their usual choking. Mm-hmm. Um but again tough it's the nfc the nfc always has the toughest divisions they put on they put in very good products except for the nfc south unfortunately and then for the vikings uh i think kirk cousins is just just gonna try it's just gonna do better um i think the uh training camp's gonna go is gonna go better for him since everything's gonna be back in the usual swing of things um he's got some help and that, I mean, that said, uh, and also Packers are also going to be dropping downwards, so that's why I think they're going to switch up because Lions are going to stay the same. They're going to be below 500, say 5-1 five, five team around where yeah. they were. Uh, Bears are still going to be at their usual self at like a 7-10, seven, seven and 6-11 around there. Oh yeah, I forgot
0: pa- the 17 games this year. That's yep.
1: new rule. I'll, probably, I'll probably say Vikings and Packers will still battle out for number one, though. But I think the Vikings will edge them out by, like, one game. Yeah. I
0: No, I agree with all those teams with you. The only one I would technically disagree on is the Vikings. But I do agree with they will be better because, obviously, a lot of teams are going to be in a position when they have a an actual offseason and be able to actually bond with their teammates and get into better positions. I'm just not a big Kirk pull. Cousins believer, unless you play fantasy. Kirk Cousins, you know, I mean, he's got very good offense around him, but
1: well, since since he knows about the uh, uh, the Packers situation, I think it will give him a motivational boost because he knows that like the Packers, especially because the Packers might. Um, blow themselves up internally. So, if, especially like if they play against each other, it can really get in their heads, and ca- he can be a major distraction. Yeah. Especially with the other players on defense causing such ruckus, uh, they really can uh, do some damage. Especially if they win all their games against the Packers, like because if it comes down to a tie, they go to the heading head-to-heads in the tiebreakers. Vikings win it.
0: And now, and now we get to see a year two with the full training camp and off season of Justin Jefferson as well. That so, too. that's going to be very good for them. Um. Yep. And now we're going to go into our last topic. I'm going to let Kyle take it away again. I want who is going to be your Super Bowl matchup prediction this year? Who is coming out the AFC?
1: Well, I don't need to say anything about the NFC. I truly think it's going to be the Buccaneers because they re-signed everyone on last year's Super Bowl team. Unless everyone was just somehow to get injured or just like some curse or something, I'm pretty confident they will repeat what they're doing because Tom Brady will not accept it, nor will Gronk, nor will Bruce Arians. It's going to be the same same result. They're going to stay consistent. But this is the hard part, though. Uh, I truly do not think Kansas City will go back. I think they're in a situation where it's simply like the Seattle Seahawks from a few years ago. They go to the Super Bowl, they win the first time. They go to the Super Bowl again uh, the next time. They lose, and then before that, they make it to the playoffs like the conference uh, championships and lose. And then after that, never Seattle has never been good since. Never yeah. made it. It's like, it's like
0: the Super. Bowl, it's like the Super Bowl hangover when you're consistently. The you know, Patriots did the same thing. Remember when they won it in like 2014? they Did a couple years in a row. And then there's a couple years in a row that we lost in the AFC championship, first round, second round, whatever. So it's like, it's tough to consistently be in the Super Bowl, playing the extra three games, four games every year, because you're putting way more effort into other people than compared to other teams, I meant. So it's like the Super Bowl hangover could happen. But they're also a fairly young team and well-coached, so it's like, it wouldn't surprise me if the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl, you know?
1: Mm. So Back to the topic at hand. Yeah. If I were to choose uh between two teams, uh I would say the Buffalo Bills are able to figure things out. They are able to get over the the hump and get there. Or if somehow Buffalo does the usual self of choking in games that where it usually matters, mm-hmm. I'll say the Ravens make it Not against the Bucks.
0: Now, for my my matchups, I created two ones, two of them. I don't want to be the one that comes onto the podcast and tells you my Super Bowl predictions: Bucks versus Chiefs, Buccaneers. I think it's more highly, like Kyle was saying, you laid it all out for you, resigned everyone, all that. So, you know, I agree with that. And obviously, I'm still a Brady supporter, so I'm okay with that. Obviously, so I have Bucks Chiefs as my legitimate. Part two. That's a fun Super Bowl. If the Chiefs have a healthy offensive line, it's probably a better game as well. Think about it that way. My fun Super Bowl that I think is going to happen now, I'm going to bring reasons into it as well. I think that NFC, I think this is the year where the Rams go back because... Got to think that they went out and got rid of their crappy quarterback and Goff, and they went out and got Stafford, was miles better than Jared Goff. I know Stafford really doesn't have playoff experience because the Lions are a poverty franchise. He can't do much about it. Um, but the Rams, massive upgrades, kept a lot of the same players as well, similar to the how the Bucks did. They just went out and got a different quarterback. We saw now that they have Cam Akers as their lead running back now, who's shown that he's a stud. You still have Robert Woods. You still have um, Cooper Cup, You still kept Tyler Higbee at tight end. Um, and they also signed Deshaun Jackson. Very unlikely that he stays healthy, but he's a nice little addition for them. And Stafford's still got a great arm. So that's my prediction from the NFC, the Rams. I'm Obviously, they still have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Can't go wrong with that. My AFC one's going to come to a surprise. I'm not going with the Ravens. I'm not going with Bills. I'm going with the Colts, and the reason why I picked the Colts is because a couple years ago, when the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, Frank Wright was part of that Eagles team calling plays for Carson Wentz all year, when the Eagles had a top team, okay? He is now part of the coaching staff with the Colts, who now got Carson Wentz back. I'm not saying Carson Wentz is a stud or anything like that. Yes, Nick Foles did win that Super Bowl. But Carson Wentz was their MVP like player that year that put him in that situation to even get that far. So I'm going based off that. Plus, the Colts team this year has a better defense than that Eagles team did that year. So I'm going with them. That's my fun Super Bowl, Colts. Am I gonna be looked at like an idiot when they go seven and ten this year? Probably.
1: Or I, I'm already looking at you <laughs> as if you are an idiot. Or I, they I...
0: might go 11 and six and they might surprise the world. I don't know. I just don't want to be the one that goes Bucks chiefs, but I'm willing to go out there and say Colts and Rams Rams. I think is pretty realistic. Colts not as much. I agree with you in the Ravens part though. I like everything you said about the Ravens. I like everything you said about the bills. I agree with those two teams. Very up and coming as well. Um, And if I were to pick another one, that wasn't the Colts as a fun matchup. I'd go with the Browns just because, I mean. That I,
1: that I can agree with you They with. have a
0: top-tier defense. They have a game manager who's above average at quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Odell Beckham comes back this year healthy. They still have Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt. I mean, can't go wrong with the picking the Browns. And no, I'm not a Colts fan. I don't know why I got so depth into the Colts, but that's my pick. We're going to go with them.
1: I think you just enjoy watching the Patriots beat them all those years. You're just like, you know what? I feel bad. Let the Colts have one year.
0: (laughs) You know what? You just have to make up for it, okay? And the ghost of Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck is praying for the Colts to win. And Pat McAfee.
1: Definitely Pat Pat McAfee.
0: Pat McAfee, I hope you're watching this. I hope you enjoy my pick for your Super Bowl. And if the Colts make the Super Bowl, maybe you invite us to watch Super Bowl with you. I don't know. Wishful thinking. But, yeah, I think that's going to be it for offseason predictions. Um, let us know if you guys want more content from the NFL draft as well, like we were talking about last video. We talked about the quarterbacks. If you want us to go into a running back depth, for our receiver, tight end, all that stuff, any position, let us know in the comments. And like we were saying – Here's our sponsor again from the beginning of the video like we showed you. Phone number's here. Anthony's Jewelers.com is the link. Book appointment down here. If not, you call, you go in. If not, you want to go option three? Make your own account. Put your own stuff in there. Very easy. Very easy process. Very organized um, website. So, But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Kyle, do you have any last words for our viewers before we sign off?
1: I appreciate you guys for tuning in every time really means the world to not only me, but all of us, um, share, support us any way we can. We do this because of you. And that's all I got to say.
0: Yep. And then make sure you guys like comment, share, subscribe, especially comment. Like we've said in previous videos, we definitely want your input. We want your guys thoughts. We want hypothetical ideas. We love doing the hypothetical thoughts. So, and then follow us on our socials. It's the same thing if you look up Leroy Sports Talk over Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok. And then we have our Apple Podcast and Spotify. Same thing on there. So hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you guys have a good night.